This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, November 15th, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. Cato Institute Senior Fellow Steve Hankey says Milton Friedman is widely misunderstood as someone who dogmatically advocated floating exchange rates. The reality, he says, is far more subtle. I spoke with him at the Cato Institute's Monetary Conference yesterday. In fact, Friedman thought there were three types of exchange rates. One one is a floating exchange rate, which most people think he was solely advocating. The other classification is what's called a a pure fixed rate exchange. And a fixed exchange rate is one, obviously, that's fixed. Two currencies have a fixed exchange rate. And and in that kind of system, he saw that as also a free market system. Now, you, you, you look at a floating rate and a fixed rate, and you say, how in the world could he say both of those things were, were free market mechanisms? And, and they are in the sense that with a floating exchange rate, obviously you've got a supply and demand of, of the foreign exchange, and it fluctuates back and forth, and you get an exchange rate uh, that's determined in the market, and, and it's obvious it's a, some kind of free market for a foreign exchange. With a fixed rate, it appears that it's uh, some regulated government price. The the price is fixed, like a rent control or something like that. Now, rent controls are obviously some manipulated government-mandated price. But in the foreign exchange, you have to think of it as you've got two currencies that a central bank simply offers to exchange at a fixed exchange rate. You can freely convert it at a fixed exchange rate. So the central bank offers an elastic supply of the domestic currency at that fixed exchange rate. And what determines the quantity of the money outstanding is is the demand curves fluctuating back and forth along this kind of vertical elastic supply curve. So instead of having a supply curve that's sloping upward like we normally think of with a regular foreign exchange market and a demand curve that slopes downward and the both of them are moving back and forth determining an exchange rate, with a fixed exchange rate you've just got a a vertical, uh, I should say horizontal, a horizontal supply curve and the demand curve for the local money is just fluctuating back and forth. Now, you you say, well, two free market mechanisms. What 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 was he? What was the third one? What was he complaining about? And he was always complaining, and he was against something that kind of looks like a fixed exchange rate. It's called a pegged exchange rate. It's like the system they have in China right now, where where it's where it's. F- more or less fixed for a period of time, and then it kind of jumps to a new level, either down in most developing countries, down, or it can jump up. And and that one really is a manipulated kind of exchange rate. So we've got one free market system is floating, the other free market system is fixing, and with a fixed exchange rate, of course, you don't have a central bank. You have like a currency board. And, and just exchanging money back and forth at a fixed exchange rate. And then you've got this third category of pegged exchange rate. Friedman was for floating in, in many situations, like big countries. He was for fixing and having a currency board with no central bank, but just exchanging money back and forth at a fixed exchange rate for most developing countries. That would mean today, let's say we have 165 central banks in the world, Friedman would would advocate getting rid of maybe a hundred of them 
and, and having them emit through a currency board local money that exchanged at a fixed exchange rate with some anchor currency like the U.S. dollar or the, or the yen or the euro or some, some major uh, currency. And, and he was always against pegged exchange rates. And, and, and most countries, for example, in Europe and after World War II, what did they have? They had pegged exchange rates. So that's when he wrote his famous 1953 article, A Case for Flexible Exchange Rates. It was, it was really a case for getting rid of the pegged exchange rates in Europe. And so you'd have full convertibility of the currency, no exchange controls, and free trade. He was always really focused on free trade and full convertibility of the currency with no exchange controls. That's why he favored both floating and both pure fixing because you have no exchange controls in those two systems. With pegging, you usually have some kind of exchange controls. What's Friedman's legacy for developing countries that want to have stable currencies? I, I think the main legacy is he, the, the thing that was really motivating Friedman always was free trade. Free trade, all, 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 of, all of his discussion about exchange rates in developing countries, or, or even in Europe, for example, was he, he wanted an exchange rate system that would be unencumbered by exchange controls and would promote free trade. And so for big countries, he, he tended to say floating was the best option to achieve the goal of free trade and, and full convertibility of the exchange rate. And for developing countries, he thought the best thing to do was get rid of the central banks and, and, and go to some kind of fixed exchange rate system, either via currency board or the so-called dollarization of their local currencies. Stephen Hankey is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. In addition, he is a professor of applied economics at the Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. You can read, hear, and watch more about yesterday's monetary conference at cato.org slash monetary.